Hello and welcome to the New Wave Nerds Podcast. I am your host, Brendan Sem, and joining me as usual is Shade Sem. How are you doing today, Shade? I'm I'm good. I'm great. How are you? <laughs> I'm pretty good. I don't know. I feel like you're lying to me. Hey, hey you ever have to deal with bats? <laughs> Actually, yeah, we, we did have to deal with bats. So this week I had a little, I had a, I had a bat incident. Like a, like a, like a, you know, an animal. Not like oh, a, is that what a bat is? Not like a baseball bat. No, like an animal. So I was downstairs because uh, I moved to the basement at my mom's and I was halfway asleep. You know, it was like 12 o'clock at night. I was tired, out of my mind. So my eyes are shut. I'm almost dead. <laughs> and all I hear from my sister's room is just this screech <laughs> and this scream, like bloody murder. And then I'm... and I. And then I'm like, oh, she probably, I don't know, just saw a spider or something. So I went back to bed and then my mom goes up to Koya's room. I hear her screaming and I just hear thumping every, like people running around. Your sister could have been dying. No, oh, oh, like- I'll get to that part. I'll get to that. Anyway, um, so my mom uh, yells at me, yells at me from upstairs. She's like, Shay, Shay, get up here now. And I'm like, what? And she's standing in the kitchen in a corner of the kitchen with a broom in her hand, ready to kill anything. And my and all we hear is my sister upstairs with stuck with the bat, like crying and screaming. And she's like, it's going to kill me. It has rabies. And I'm scared because I don't like bats either. So what do I do? I go back downstairs. <laughs> I let mom do it. No, I'm just joking. Um, Well, Mom hands me the broom, and it took us a total of 30 minutes to hype ourselves up to go upstairs and save my sister from this bat, and it was a big bat. It was it was big. So after a while, we caught it, but then it flew away to the living room, and we, ch- we chased it to my mom's room, which is like an enclosed space, and um... It was just in there for a while and we th- we threw a bunch of stuff at it and then after a while mom threw a lamp at it and broke the lamp i threw a couple pencils at it but you know being the man in the house i i i, I caught it with a broom and let it outside you caught it with a broom yeah dude i slammed the broom against the wall and, cr- and like stuck it against the wall so yeah i caught it with a broom <laughs> And then I was, and then I like grabbed the bag and it started flying around in the bag. And I just, I threw the bag outside and I don't know. And you just went back to bed. Like you were just like, ah, all in the day's work. I just went back to bed. I ain't gonna lie. Hey, no bats were harmed in this, in this travesty of it. I don't know. You smacked it with a broom. Oh, it survived. It, I could feel survive is not the same as harm. I could feel it trying to fly out of the bag. So um, I feel like these stories get longer every week. I know. In like a month's time, is this whole podcast <laughs> is going to be you telling a stupid story, guys? I listen. I I don't like hurting animals. Okay, I know I killed a squirrel. Yeah, that's two weeks in a row. You talked about just attacking an animal okay to be fair i couldn't move out of the way it was either me and koya die from a car accident or the squirrel dies i chose the squirrel that's how it starts and then soon enough you're gonna be killing animals and inspecting them to see how they work on the inside yeah you know that's how a lot of serial killers start out shade and for the record 
um, after you do commit several murders, to the police who listen to this recording, I had no idea. <laughs> I never knew anything. You look a little suspicious too. Maybe I feel like we should get on with the real pod. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. So th- this week, there wasn't really any news stories uh, that we felt like we needed to cover. Not at you all. Know what I mean, like we haven't watched She Hulk, uh, we haven't watched House of the Dragon, pretty dry, and we haven't watched Rings of Power yet. I can't. Yeah, you can't, and I'm obviously gonna wait until it's finished. <laughs> yeah. I hear they're all very good, <laughs> but yeah, we can't watch any of those just yet. So we're not, re- there's not much else in the way of news, really. That's the main, the main focus. And so we decided to do something a little different this week. Um, we're going to rank and then discuss our, our top five superheroes. Indeed. Let the viewers, I mean, the listeners get to know us, you know? Anyways. Yeah. Hopefully we argue and then, uh. Resort to fisticuffs later. <laughs> yeah, a fight. so then I can finally murder you. A fight breaks out. I hope. I hope we get so heated that a fight breaks out. I hope we get so heated the swords come in blue. <laughs> we have a sword. Yeah, fight. my sword collection. Oh man. <laughs> Anyways, um, who do you? <laughs> let's just kick this bad boy off. Who do you have at number five, Shade? Number five for my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite superheroes uh, is Hulk. The Hulk. No. Really? Yes, the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> yeah. The at Hulk. number five? Yeah, Hulk Hogan. But the Hulk, really? Yes. Um, Why? I love his story. I love that he is a man that accidentally creates an own beast inside him, but he does not want the beast. And it's just two people. It's like a split personality type thing, you know? Even Even when the beast, you know, the Hulk isn't, you know, taking shape, you know, this green giant monster, and it's just Bruce Banner. The Hulk still lives on inside his head, and it messes with Bruce, you know? I mean, it's just such this, uh, um, just this relationship that, you know, I really like the story behind. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, That aspect of the Hulk is actually the only part of the character that I like. Like, I'm not a big fan of Hulk, just because I think after a while it gets kind of boring. But the good stories really do showcase that sort of duality between the pacifist and the soldier really well. And I think that's really cool. Edward Norton's um, Hulk is one of my favorite superhero movies of like top 10, at least of all time. Really? I love that movie so much. That movie, it is better than I originally gave it credit for the last time we spoke. I did rewatch it. It's actually okay. Don't get me wrong. The CGI isn't the greatest in the world. Well, sure. But neither was Eternals. (laughs) And neither was Endgame, so... Or not Endgame, Infinity War. You didn't think Infinity War had good CG? I mean, not the greatest. What was... What was... What was Spider-Man swinging on in the battle? That's Endgame. No, in Infinity... Oh, yeah, that is Endgame. Yeah, Endgame was bad. Oh, I completely switched them up. Yeah, Endgame. Infinity War was awesome. Yeah, sorry. Let me let me restart that. Uh, Endgame CGI, you know? What was Spider-Man swinging on in the fight? I don't know, spaceship? <laughs> he was just he was just going. It's like it well, was, in the beginning, he was definitely swinging on Ant-Man's arm. Yeah, it was just like this. <laughs> he was just walking, and you, it's I, it was obvious. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I mean, he's probably just swinging on spaceships or air. You know, <laughs> he's an airbender now. 
Can you imagine Peter Parker as the last airbender? He is. He the, shaves his head. He is the avatar. <laughs> he could bend webs. Dude, that would be awesome. He's a, oh, instead of a sandbender is the next avatar, it's a webbender. He's probably swinging on a spaceship. Yeah. I have a lot of issues with that movie. That's not one of them. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the greatest. I don't like how Iron Man died. I kind of wish Iron Man died in Iron Heart. I'm not going to lie to you. I wish Iron Man died in Infinity War. That is a fair point. When he got stabbed? Yeah. Yeah. I feel true. like that... I mean, though, I, I get... I, I mean, it would have been difficult. It would have been more hard, really, to make him die that way. Because this way he dies with everybody around him. And he dies saving the universe. Whereas if he died in Infinity War, he dies and then half the universe dies. You know what I mean? It's like a... He dies and then they fail anyway. Yeah. Can you imagine... If Spider-Man lived, but he watched Tony Stark die like that in Infinity War, yeah, and then half the world gets destroyed, that would have been. But he doesn't get blipped. That would have been dark. That would have been wild, dude. Back to the Hulk. No, just. I think he would have been. I think that would have kind of broke him. Like I think, even though he still saw him die in Endgame, like it was okay, okay, kinda because he saved half the universe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas if he died in Infinity War, nothing happens. <laughs> Literally, he dies for no reason. I think that would have screwed him up. Yeah. Spider-Man, that is. Yeah. Or what if he died in Civil War? Imagine, what if they made a what if episode and it was like, what if Cap actually killed Tony? Yo, that would have been good. I hope that happens in season two. That'd be pretty cool. Honestly, Iron Man, frankly, has caused so many issues he has i mean it would have been reasonable to kill him i'm not gonna lie what uh the league of uh or like when he created ultron like, ultron yeah what do you call it um uh, it was like when, the suit of armor around the world yeah what do you call it though the suit of armor around the world i thought he called it something different like uh i can't remember what it was called i don't know but when he created that that was a pretty big issue well yeah i mean that led to not, okay, so here's the thing. Not only did that lead to so many people actually dying, that then led to, you know, the whole, like, Civil War issue. So everything in Civil War is because of Tony. Yeah. In a very real sense. Well, Not only in the fact that he, it's his fault that the Sokovia thing happened. It's his fault because he signed the Accords. It's his fault because he decided to continue pursuing Cap and um, Winter Soldier. Yeah. I, I mean... Thing is, Tony Stark um, is a cuck, you know. Uh, he, uh, I mean, he's he's a cocky guy who has this big ego. I mean, slap on his suit, he still is Tony Stark. But like Batman, who gets you know compared a lot to Iron Man. Thing about Batman is he pretends to be Bruce Wayne. He more likes the Batman aspect. He's more of the Batman which is this hero figure who actually saves people and knows what he's doing when it comes to saving people instead of being Bruce Wayne, who's just this guy who has this massive ego and only likes girls in his mansion, you know. That's the thing about Tony. Yes, he's a very smart man, cares about science, but sometimes he makes the wrong decisions that uh, go based off his ego at times, you know. Yeah, and I think... Tony Stark is definitely a lot more emotional than Batman is. Yeah. I mean, Batman is stoic in every sense. And 
To be fair, Batman watched his parents die in front of him while Tony saw it on a screen. I mean... Yeah, not the same. Yeah, I mean... Plus, I mean, Tony wasn't basically an adult. Yeah, that that is true. Whereas Bruce was nine. He was. Eight. I don't know. However old he is. He was really? a child. He was under 10, at least. Yeah. He was a child, and he watched his parents literally get murdered before him. But that is another thing. I mean, that's a difference. Another difference between Tony Stark and Batman is... Tony Stark and Iron Man are one and the same person. Yeah. They're completely intertwined. At least in the MCU, they're completely intertwined. Based off of more than the, the fact that he just announced himself. Yeah. Like, he even gave over Stark Tower to make Avengers Tower. You know what I mean? In a very real way, they're one and the same. Whereas Batman and Bruce Wayne are two different personalities. That Yeah, they're almost always depicted as, like, two completely different things. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so much so in the sense that, I mean, when you read Batman or Bruce Wayne's text, it's always like a happy, jovial, I mean, obviously you can switch it off and be like, Oracle, look at this thing or whatever. Yeah. Like, but he's like a playboy the entire time, you know? Yeah. It's not really him. It's a facade. But as he's as, not a really a rich cuck who just show, throws parties and has his butler run around, you know? But he has to keep that Bruce Wayne's persona so people don't get suspicious, you know? Right. He has to keep that going. Sometimes... I, I like that, though, because sometimes he can't manage that. Mm-hmm. He likes being the Batman too much. He forgets who Bruce Wayne actually is, you know? Yeah. I mean, that was showcased in... Um, the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight, and also really heavily in The Batman. Yeah, that is true. And uh, Alfred does, like, confront him about that, too. Right. And that's Batman. that's always an interaction I like, no matter how it's depicted, is when Alfred is... It's, like, one of the few times you really see Alfred get mad at Bruce, and he's like, hey, bro... You're not just Batman, okay? You have to uphold this family name because you have to honor your parents. I like it when Alfred becomes a dad. Like, he he, he uh, like he doesn't become, like, his actual father. But, like, I mean, like, in the mind sense, he has the attitude. Of, I like it when he has that attitude of a father toward Bruce. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you think about it, he kind of is his father, you know? I mean, he's been there since his parents died. Yeah, he basically raised it, you know? And in the Gotham series, massive part in the Gotham series, Alfred is just one of the biggest characters. You have to finish that. It's so good. It takes so long, though, is the issue. Dude. Talked about th- I'm not talking about this again. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> we just talked about this last week. It's so good. But, like, he's such a big part in that. And I like when they add Alfred or give him more of a, a bigger part in yeah. movies and comics, you know? That's like one of the only complaints that I have with Batman 89. Yeah. Is that it feels like Alfred is Bruce Wayne's butler versus Batman's like partner in crime. That's not the correct phrase, but like, you know what I'm saying? I always like when Alfred is an integral part to the Batman doing his stuff. You know, my favorite like scene of like superhero, like one of my top 10 favorite scenes of superhero history. Now I think about it is when Alfred is telling Batman in the dark, the dark night about how he uh, had a burn down him and his soldiers had to burn down the woods to catch this uh, robber or something like that. And he, like Batman's like, what did you do? And he goes, he goes, we burnt it down, you know? And yeah, he says intense. like, some men just want to see the world burn. And I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. That was so good. That whole movie's phenomenal. God, movie. that, yeah, this is such a good movie. Oh man. Dude. Same thing with the dark Knight rises. I love the dark Knight rises. I don't love it. It's good, but I don't love it. There's a few parts where I'm like, mm, this bothers me a lot. But 
It's still a pretty good movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we, we should probably get back to this list. Sorry. Yeah. Um, my number five. Yeah, it was five. <laughs> my number five is Superman. Why is that? Well, Superman is actually like a new addition. Like literally he's new within this last week. Yeah. I never, I used to not like Superman because I always felt like I never liked that he was like so powerful. And he was, he's like one of the most powerful beings in the whole universe. And I never liked that. But then I read All-Star Superman and that sort of like really changed it for me. Um, so I'm not, I'm not going to go like really deep in the story, but in All-Star Superman in the first issue, Superman gets a mega dose of sun's radiation and he starts to die basically. And so the whole comic is about him going through his life and tying up loose ends before he croaks. And it's a really cool thing. Yeah. I don't like the way Lex Luthor is portrayed in that. Well, I like his thought process. I just don't like his dialogue. I don't like Lex Luthor's dialogue. But that comic, it made me realize that Superman is like, he is a little bit more than that. Yeah. I mean, granted, most of his stories are him fighting cosmic level threats. But I mean, even, I just found this out. Back in the um, in the beginning, Superman was fighting street level crime. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he was fighting street level crime. And um, he that's what he's doing in uh, Superman Action Comics, the new 52 run, which is like his origin. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I mean, he does run that risk of yeah. being just the cosmic, way too powerful thing. But his personality is just so fascinating to me. Yeah. Because it's not just that he's all positive and everything's going to be okay. There is like some nuance in there when you read like his thoughts and he's got issues, man. Yeah. Plus um, him and Lex Luthor is like one of my favorite superhero villain combos of all time. I like him and doomsday. No Zod. Oh, Zod's cool. Zod is good. In man of steel. Zod is depicted amazingly. In yeah. Michael Shannon did so good. Really that good. movie's like phenomenal. The end, like the final moment between Superman and Zod that like, I feel that in my chest. Like, I, it's so good. Especially when he starts, like, he does it. I'm not going to say what it is, just for spoilers, because it's such a good movie, but I, and I came out, like, 10 years ago, but still. Yeah. And then he, like, screams. Like, when I was, when I first saw it, I never got that. But every viewing since, I'm like, oh, that, I can feel, like, how that hurts. Oh, when he, uh, Zod's uh, about to cut those people. Yep, I, can, I was literally I like, I don't want to say what it is. And I you're like, did, yeah, let me spoil I the whole thing. I literally just completely forgot you said that. That's like oh, a bad man. situation where I was. Yep. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> yeah, that was um, that movie's so good though. That's yeah. the only good movie in the Snyderverse. I uh, dude, it's so good. Like um, honestly, it's an eight out of ten. You re- you remember that? Uh, you you know when I was a little kid when I first saw that movie. There was a scene in the movie that scared the living crap out of me. Because it's depicted in like a country type town sometimes. Yeah, so we live in Nebraska. Um, <laughs> what scene caused you to freak out? I'm still confused here. Okay, uh, when I was a little kid, I first saw that in the theaters. It was the scene where he's in uh, his his mom's house. And he's just being normal. Uh, and when on the TV... When Zod hacks every single Yo, TV. And that he, scene was so good. And he's like, he's like, bring him to me, you know? And then he goes to the church and tells the priest. And the priest is like sweating. He's like, oh, okay. 
I got Superman right here. What do I do? Right. But to to that priest's credit, he wasn't like, yeah, you should give yourself over, which yeah. is what a lot of people would do. Well, if, if Superman if Superman came up to you and was like, yeah, I'm him, a lot of people would just be like, well, just get out of here. What do you mean, you superhero? You're not one of us. Yeah. Credit to that priest for being like, well, what does your gut tell you? Yeah. You know what I mean? God, that is such, a good, such a good movie. Yeah, it really is. And that scene was cold, dude, because he's just like, I like it because he's just watching a football game. Yeah. And then his mom is outside like, you see this? And it's a spaceship. And then he leaves. And then the thing happens. It's such a good scene. Dude, the CGI. I just like remember the scene of the spaceship part. And the CGI in that movie is so good. It really is. The, I, I remember how that scene went. It was like a little spaceship in the sky. And the, they made the camera look like a zoom-in camera. Like it like had little takes of it zooming in. And it made me feel like a little, like I don't know, just normal camera. Yeah, it was awesome. So good. I love the Superman suit in that movie. Really, yeah, that it was so good. Um, Who played his father? I forgot. His actual father. His Kryptonian father. Oh. Oh. What's his name? Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, yeah. Now a Marvel villain. Yeah, he's Zeus, isn't he? Yeah, he's Zeus. Yeah. Um, and Thor. I like him better as Superman's father. He was very good as Jor-El. That scene was good, too. The, the beginning where he's looking for the uh, codex. Yeah, that opening scene is so good, like, with the destruction of Krypton. Again, CGI was great. Yeah, you know? really good. It was long. I didn't re- remember it being so long, but it's like it, it fifteen was. minutes, <laughs> dude. It was, and it was a really emotional scene too. It was. It actually was. Yeah. His his Kryptonian mom is um, really really hot. Yeah, she's um Kingpin's wife. Oh, that is right. Vanessa. I forgot about that. Vanessa. I don't know her last name. Fisk. <laughs> That's not the one I was thinking of. But Vanessa. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, but she's she's really good in that too. I know you don't like this movie very much, but Batman versus Superman was really good. I Batman versus Superman is good right up until Darkseid. And I also that, hate how they did Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor in that movie is just a poor man's Joker. That is true. I okay. When it when it gets to the Lex Luthor, they could have done better with Lex Luthor. Could have done better with uh dude. They could have just cut out Doomsday to be honest. They should have, yeah. But the credit scene got me really hyped when they brought in Deathstroke. Yeah, I remember. And they didn't even do anything with it. They didn't announce anything after that. So they hyped it up and nothing happened. Right. I mean, well, now they're doing that 10-year plan. So maybe they, they'll... I hope they do a live-action Teen Titans movie, dude. Maybe. And Slade Wilson is, like, the main guy. That would be That'd be cool. Awesome. And that's going to be forever away, though. I know. I love the Teen Titans, though. So, yeah, so. I don't. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I just... That movie would have been so much better if they'd cut out Doomsday. If they had just made it so... It was the exact same thing, except Lex Luthor, instead of being a crazy maniac, is yeah. like his comic book self, right? And then in the end, instead of them teaming up to fight Doomsday, they just go team up to fight Lex Luthor and he's in his standard Kryptonian suit. As, or maybe he's not even maybe he's just maybe they don't want to do that because it might look dumb and they just put him in a room with kryptonite so superman is just a regular guy and yeah. then he just has to deal with batman you know and i mean batman. that movie would have been so much better that way i love ben affleck as batman you know that yeah 
I love the physique. You know? Yeah, everybody knows that you like Ben Affleck Batman. You talk about it every Sorry, time. Sorry, <laughs> I just really like him, bro. No, he was good. And I I am upset that we don't get to see him in his own Batman movie. Because yeah. I feel like it's hard to really get a sense of how he would have been. Because all we saw him in was Batman v Superman and Justice League. Well, he is coming back for Aquaman, too. He is, he is an Aquaman. Yeah, too. but I bet it's going to be like a bit part. I know. I mean, he's not going to... My point is, we're, we... Don't have a movie where it's just Batman. The, well, they we don't are, have two hours of just Batman fighting a villain. They are doing the ten year plan, you know, and maybe there's they a, they said they're not doing a bat, a bat flick. They're not. They said they're not doing it. Yeah. Dang it. For sure. That that makes me mad. I I really like. Dang it. And I think they're gonna reboot the whole thing, so I don't think any of it matters. Really? Well, because that's why they're doing Flashpoint. It's because they want to restart because they screwed up so many movies well, <laughs> that they just want to restart and hope if they, everybody comes back. If they even release Flashpoint because of Ezra Miller. That's true. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, they might not even stuff. release it, you know? Yeah, well, they might because, I don't know. And then they canceled Batgirl, which sucks too. Yeah, which is stupid. Like, that would have been a money maker. I bet they're going to release that though. Yeah. There's been so much backlash. I bet they're going to release it. I mean, there's DCS for a DC universe. There's so many opportunities they could do. It's just, they kind of approached it bad after Batman versus Superman, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, I think one of the, I guess I don't know this for sure, but to me, it feels like one of the issues they had is they had no overall plan. Yeah. Like, you know, with the MCU, they always have a plan. Whereas it feels like the DCEU, they were kind of like, Let's just make some fun movies. Yeah. You know, I don't know. But yeah, the, the DC universe has um, so many yeah. good stories to reach from. <laughs> Sorry. We, dude, we're still on number five. Sorry, we took um, a long time and I was like, shit, we still got number four. No, you're fine. Yeah, we, we took a long time. Let's yeah, let's go to number four. Who do you have as number four? Uh, I have Daredevil as number four. I love Daredevil. I know. Um. I I I have Daredevil as number four, um, because he's dark like Batman, and that's the closest thing for darkness in Batman in the Marvel universe. You know, you talk about that all the time too, you know, and um, I like his story arc. I like how his dad was a boxer. You know, he was kind of a lone child, and his dad, you know, helped him out when he was blind, and supported him. And he was, I mean, good dad. And then he lost his father. But I like the way that I like, I like how they gave his father a story arc. You know, he was a boxer and he got paid to mess up a match, but he didn't care and he still won. And yeah, it was just this whole story arc. And they really depict his father very well in the TV show. 100%. Yeah. I mean, the movie, the movie, I mean, they still depicted his father pretty good. But the TV show, they gave him more screen time than they did in the movie. Right. I, You know I love the movie. Like, a lot of people hate that movie, and they think it's funny. Man, I love that movie. It's dark. It's, I mean, the shirt, the CGI ain't great. But it's a 2000 superhero movie before the MCU even was released, you know? So, like, at that time, everyone was like, oh, only the nerds are going to watch this, you know? I mean, it's the same thing with Blade, Spider-Man, Sam Raimi, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. 
So that's why that's why the CGI probably isn't that great. And it's, you know, 2000. Well, yeah, frankly, it probably didn't have such a good budget. Yeah. Because there's at the time, there wasn't much, like, demand. And it was pretty cheesy. With, yeah. Like, the Elektra and Daredevil scenes were pretty cheesy. Yeah. But other than that, I loved that movie. And I loved the character all in all. Yeah. And we talked about this, actually, the last time we watched that movie, is that... Um, that cinematog- the cinematography is good because each scene literally looks like a comic panel in yeah. a very literal sense, which is cool. I think one of the issues, the thing is that's cool because it's novel. Yeah. Like if a lot of movies did that, I would be like, this is really bad cinematography. But because I'd never seen that before where it looks legitimately exactly like a comic book, it was very cool and entertaining. Yeah. Also, I love the music score in that movie so much. The soundtrack to that, uh, they play a live in that movie by, um, I think, Pearl Jam. I think Pearl Jam did, a, did it. Anyway, good song. Also, just the, like the score for the movie was amazing. I loved it. And yeah, they did, uh, they did, they, they, they did Bullseye a little dirty. But. <laughs> I still think it, he did a good job somewhat. I actually really like Kingpin in that movie. Yeah. Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah. He, he's really good at, as Kingpin. Bad A. He's bad A. Yeah, that movie's... He's really good at that. And I mean, I do love Kingpin, so I'm kind of biased. I think almost any depiction of him, I'd be like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but no, the Daredevil TV show, legitimately, I think my favorite oh, TV show of all time. So good. The first season phenomenal yeah the second season not as good but still pretty good the third season is so good yeah like not as good as the first obviously but still really really good the foggy and uh matt relationship in the tv show is just great unmatched yeah it i mean it's better than in the movie you know but i love john favreau so that's saying a lot I forgot he was in that. Yeah. Oh, man. dude, that just shows how dedicated John Favreau actually is to being a nerd. Like he actually is a nerd, you know. I mean, what he's like continuing basically the Star Wars universe, and he's he started the whole MCU plus started uh, um, Daredevil before superhero movies were even popular. Well. I don't know how much he had to do in that. He was just Foggy Nelson. <laughs> did he direct it? I have no idea. I feel like he did. I don't know if he did, though. I don't, I don't think so. I know before that he was... No, it was Mark Steven Johnson. I've never heard of him before. What is he What is he doing? Oh, he directed... He's done... Oh, Ghost Rider. Uh, yeah, that phenomenal movie. Oh, my God. I forgot about Ghost Rider. Oh, that he, movie's so terrible, dude. You don't, you don't like it because Jack Nicholson is... Not Jack Nicholson. Uh... What's his name? What what's his name? The guy who plays Ghost Rider. That's it. Jack Nicholson. What's his name? Uh, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Jack Nicholson. Can you imagine Jack Nicholson as Ghost Rider? <laughs> that would have been so funny. He would have made that movie a thousand times better. No, here. I hate that movie so much, dude. I know. And the second one is somehow even worse. Oh, the second one was terrible. You know who I forgot was in that one? Uh, the guy who played Heimdall. Oh, it just Elba? Yeah. He's in that? Yeah, he's in that. Really? Yeah. God, yeah, that movie's so... My main issue with Ghost Rider 2 
apart from the fact that it just looks bad, is that just the story is stupid. Yeah. I mean, at the end of Ghost Rider 1, he reaches, a, like, a level of peace. And then at the beginning of Ghost Rider 2, he's, like, at some random town in Europe <laughs> yeah. with no context whatsoever. <laughs> like how it, it just opens and he's there. <laughs> and all they say about it is... Yeah, he's gone crazy again. <laughs> like, what? I like how in the first movie, every time he, um, like, every time he's just Johnny Blaze being Johnny Blaze, you know, he always has a wine glass of jelly beans. <laughs> every time on the bus when he's at his house, he had a wine glass just full of jelly beans and he was just munching on Bro, them. jelly beans are so gross. I can't stand jelly beans because you get, like, such an assorted amount of flavors and then you, like, take a handful and pop. I just don't like the texture of them. Really? Yeah. I think the flavors are good. The textures are just, I can't stand it. It's like weirdly chalky and then gummy on the inside. Ugh. You know what I really hate? Candy corn. Yeah, I don't like candy I can't, corn either. The texture of that grosses me out. Candy pumpkins are okay though. Nah, still, it's a, still, it's a texture thing. It's the same thing. Huh. You know? They're, I mean, yeah, they're bigger, but they ain't better. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Um... Why are we talking about candy? <laughs> I don't know. Let's move on. My number four is um, the king of Wakanda himself, Black Panther. He's so cool. And on it, to be honest, I mean, I haven't really read that many Black Panther comics. I've read all three of the Ta-Nehisi Coates ones I have. Yeah. Um, but I haven't really read that many. The only reason I actually really love him is because of Ultimate Avengers 2. It was an animated movie that I saw like 50,000 times as a kid and I loved it. And that's, they also have the Chitari in that. Really? That's why I knew what the Chitari were for before Avengers came out is because of that ultimate Avengers two movie. Yeah. They attack Wakanda. I remember my dad took me to the Avengers movie. Remember when that movie came out? No, it was so long ago. Yeah. I don't either. It was literally 10 years ago. Really? 2012. Whoa. That. Yo, that feels so long. Can ago. you believe that? Marvel, dude, that's wild. I mean, it's just insane. I don't even like 10 years. How, dude, it's just crazy how iconic the MCU is now. Yeah, I mean, it's so mainstream. They're going to keep going, too. They have to, though. Yeah. You know, what if they go until we die? Like, till we're like 80. They just keep going with it. Oh, they'll be so bad by then. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, they're, they're kind of hit and miss yeah. lately. I mean, obviously, Spider-Man was great, but I didn't like Doctor Strange. Eternals was good. <laughs> you were just bashing I'm on just it four kidding. minutes ago. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have not watched. I have not went back and watched that movie ever since we went to the theater. To see yeah, it. I have. It doesn't get better. I know you have because you have to. Yeah, it just it was poorly executed. It was, and I had no, to be honest, I had no idea who the Eternals were before that movie. came I out. didn't either, but. I mean, they name dropped Superman in that movie. Yeah, they did. Which was wild. I didn't even know, like, DC. Listen, it was. Well, to be fair, I think DC's been around a lot longer. No, I no, what I mean, like, I understand it was, like, such a small scene. And it was just, like, a single name drop. But, I mean, it's kind of a big situation, you know? Because they've never name dropped anything DC in the Marvel Universe. Or, like, in, uh. The MCU. And I didn't know DC was even even existed in the Marvel Universe. Well, yeah, but I mean, it 
if you just think about it, like in a world where there is no Marvel comics because you're living in the Marvel universe, what is the only other like comics are still going to happen. So what is the only other big company? Really? I mean, there's, you know, DC, you could do some Archie. I'm sure there probably is Archie. (laughs) I'm not even joking. I'm sure there's Archie. I'm sure there's image and dark horse. I just, they probably didn't bother to mention it before because who cares? You ever read Archie? No. Uh, no, I, I read like one Archie thing, but that was because my mom found it at a gas station one time and just picked it up. And I got like halfway through. It was like great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, moving on. Number three, who do you have, Shade? I I, I have uh, Black Panther. Because Black Panther is the one of like, in, the Mar- in Marvel sense, the coolest character ever. I mean, he's also the richest. I found that out the other day. Well, yeah, his net worth is like that of a whole kingdom. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I, hey, I didn't know that. Like, I didn't know his net worth was that massive. But the movie was great. Chadwick Mo- Boseman, Moseman, Chadwick Boseman portrayed him amazingly. R.I.P. <laughs> um, and I mean, gosh. yeah, he really was the perfect casting for that. That movie was so good. Black Panther. It's one of my favorite Marvel movies. The cinematography. Uh, the music soundtrack, the CG, man, the directing, it's just, it's an ultimate cast. Michael B. Jordan, Ryan Coogler and Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. So good. Don't even get me started on Killmonger. He was phenomenal. One of the best MCU villains. I, he has so much personality and depth and story. It's awesome. I'm really worried about Black Panther too. I'm, I do not want them to butcher it because I'm hyping myself up way too much. Yeah, well, you do that with everything, though. I know, but this, but I love Black Panther so much that I'm just hyping myself up so much, you know? Yeah. And I I think it's actually going to be really good. The trailer looked incredible. It really did. But apart from that, I feel like they know that if there had to be one good movie this, um, this phase, it has to be this because it's after um, Chadwick yeah. Boseman's death. I feel like they know that it's a really touchy subject. And uh-huh. if they don't make it good, then the backlash is going to be really bad. So I think they know it has to be good. <laughs> well, I think the reason why I'm hyping myself up so much for this one is because before Black Panther 1 came out, um, I barely knew who he even was. I mean, I probably have seen like little photos of him online and like, you know, but I barely even knew him. And then the movie came out. Now he's like one of my most... Like, what, second favorite Marvel Third. Like No, like, Marvel character. Oh, I see what you're saying. Second favorite Marvel character of all time, you know? And so, so I wasn't as uh, hyped up for the first Black Panther movie. But now that he's, like, my second favorite Marvel character and I love him, I'm, I'm like, kind of worried about the second one. You know, I just, I'm just really worried it will be bad. Well, again, and there, well, then there's another thing is, like, it's a completely different character. I know. You know, because obviously, uh, you know, it's not going to be T'Challa anymore. It's yeah. Shuri. I mean, we know that. So it's that's the way I view it is I don't really see it as even though Shuri has taken the Black Panther mantle in the comic books yeah. and Black Black Panther is a title. It's not a character. Yeah. Right. Because I mean, it's T'Chaka Black, was yeah. the Black Panther. And 
yeah, his father and then him and then, yeah. So uh, even though it's Black Panther 2, I don't view it as a continuation of the story because I view it as a completely separate character. Man, I wish they would have kept Killamonger alive. Me too. Such a good character. Yeah. I love Michael B. Jordan too. Like so, just as an actor, he's so man, good. He's so Creed. He was phenomenal in Creed. Yeah, he was. What's that new Tom Clancy TV show? I like how I say phenomenal so much that now you're starting to do <laughs> yeah, it too. Yeah. I was thinking we should get a phenomenal counter in every episode because I say it like every sentence. Put a, a point. I can't even help it. A point for every phenomenal we say. Yeah. Mini game. How many phenomenals can you find in the episode? <laughs> Throw some splendids in there. Splendid. Yeah. So, Black Panther number three. You love him, or you love him. You can't hate him. Touch the table. <laughs> yeah. No. Black Panther's awesome, dude. Like. Yeah. And just the story arc too. You know. So I mean, I I, I am excited to see, and they're bringing in a very popular character in the comics into the MCU. The debut, his MCU debut of Namor. Yeah, indeed. So this movie, I'm I am nervous, but I am excited not only for the movie, but to find out what they do with the soundtrack and who they get this time. Yeah, I'm I'm I, so excited because I know they're doing Kendrick Lamar for sure. You know. Uh, I guess they're doing a famous Jamaican singer or something. That that's who's saying uh, um, everything's gonna be all right. God, um, that trailer's so good. I don't know who who <laughs> who else do you think they'd get? Because at the time of the movie coming out, they got a lot of uh artists that were popular at that time. Yeah. So maybe they might go more towards artists that are popular now. Maybe J Cole. Uh, God, I wish. Of course, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Um, I bet The Weeknd's going to be in there, too. Weekend. They'll probably go with uh, Khalid again, too. Because Khalid will so. always be popular. I hope they do bring Khalid back. I, I mean, I can't really think of anyone else they could bring in. Yeah, I don't. I can't think of anybody else. Um, But it's going to be good, dude. I mean, the first one was so good. Yeah. The whole album. I mean... And if, if Kendrick is producing it, then you know it's going to be good. I mean, he's... So talented. They could bring Michael Jackson to do it. I'm sure they've got samples. Drake. What if they did some Drake? Um, I don't. I mean, they probably won't. Or Kanye. They're not gonna do Kanye. I wish. Wouldn't that be cool? I would love that, but they're not gonna do Kanye. Man, J Cole. Dick- I love J Cole so much. Joiner Lucas. Can you imagine? Oh my gosh. They bring in Joiner. J Cole and Joiner do a collab. Some Russ. No. <coughs> okay. Imagine they do uh, a crossover of Jekyll, Khalid, and Joyner Lucas. That would be awesome. I don't think they're going to do it, though. I know. but Joyner's not big enough for that. No, I'm just saying. Like, well, neither is Khalid, frankly. He did the soundtrack last time. Well, he was in it. He didn't do it. All right, he, he did it. one song with The Weeknd. Yeah. And when it wasn't even like it was just Khalid. It, he did it with The Weeknd, who was... You know, one of the biggest artists in the whole world. God, I, I don't like The Weeknd. I don't either. I like... I, I, no, I can't say that, actually. I do like The Hills. Yeah, there, I mean, there's a few songs that I enjoy, but I don't like him. His voice almost always bothers me. I also I also do like uh, the first song of the soundtrack. Starboy. Or not Starboy, All the Stars. I can't think of that one off the top of my head. Oh, is that with... Um, is this SZA? See ya? 
Okay, I don't know. Or Sia? S-I-A? Oh, Sia, yeah. yeah. I think that's how it's pronounced. Wait, is that the girl that did the Chandelier song? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I just remember hearing that on the radio. Hey, who? okay. who? who okay. Who's your number three? My number three is uh, Captain America. <clears throat> yeah? Captain America is is so cool. I feel like he's he's like a really down-to-earth guy. And yeah. that's one of the things that I really like about my superheroes is that they're like down to earth, like they're like real people. I mean, even though, you know, he's got the super soldier serum, he still just feels like a regular guy most of the time. I like it when superheroes are broken. <laughs> Jeez. What do you mean? No, I like superheroes. I like when, it when they're broken. I like it when they're broken. You are a serial killer. No, I like it goes back to Hulk. I like I like Hulk because he's broken and he has to live with this other person inside of him. Right. I I don't know. I yeah. I mean, Captain America is just the American dream. <laughs> just diss on him. What? I'm joking. Captain Amer- no, Captain America. Can you imagine what it would be like to live in the 40s and the 30s, and then to suddenly wake up in the 21st century? Like, what do you even? How do you, Literally everything you know is not the same. Yeah. Literally, you, nothing that you knew about anything back in the day is the way things work now. Other than the fact that you pay money to buy things. Like, that's the only thing that's the same. I like, I like how, I like it when they joke about um, how he has to get caught up with everything, you know? <laughs> it's, it, and it goes the same way with Bucky in the Falcon and Winter Soldier where he, they're arguing and Bucky's like, Falcon goes, um, well, I watched uh, The Hobbit when it came out. And then uh, Bucky goes, I, I bought the book when it first yeah, came out. Yeah, that was so funny. And I was like, yo, that's great. Oh, man. Yeah. The, yeah. I love I love Cap. I love Winter Soldier, but I love Cap more than I like Winter Soldier. You know what I found out the other day? No. In Captain America... Uh, the first advent Avenger, the movie, when they're at that Stark Expo, and they're you know Bucky takes little Steve Rogers to that Stark Expo with two girls, you know, Peter Quill's mom is in that, or Peter Quill's mom's grandma is in that scene. It's the same actor that played Peter Quill's mom, and she and there's that little scene where she runs up to Tony, Tony Stark's dad, Howard, Howard Stark. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, the director said that that was Peter Quill's grandma's mom. Okay. I don't know. I just thought that was a really cool fact. I I, <laughs> I, I just really liked that fact. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Peter Qu- Peter Quill's grandma's uncle's dog's wife. <laughs> <laughs> we should watch Spaceballs again. We should. I'm your father's brother's <laughs> cousin's roommate <laughs> that's such a, use the schwartz that scene where he's like where the guy oh he's like <laughs> he's like we've been jammed <laughs> and then darth helmet goes raspberry only one man would give me raspberry <laughs> and then his helmet goes down and he goes lone star <laughs> I like I like the scene where he's messing with the action figures. 
<laughs> That's so funny. Barf. Bro, we imagine if we did a a, a, a cosplay of Spaceballs. <laughs> that would be so good. Oh, man. <laughs> With their comb in the sand. <laughs> They got that huge comb and they're just going across the sand with it to find artifacts. Or something. Oh, that was so funny. What a movie. Oh, and then he's like, Have you found anything? He's like, We ain't found shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a funny scene, dude. Dude, that scene where they're like where they're playing Spaceballs the movie. <laughs> and he's like, What are we watching? Now. Now? Now. What are you what do you mean? We're watching now. What's happening now is playing now. It's so stupid. We gotta find that movie. I don't know what it's, it's on, on Prime Video. Oh, I just watched Prime? it like two months ago. Dude, we have to watch it. It's that. so funny. Watch it tonight. And Robin Hood Men in Tights. I've never seen that. I've also never it's seen so uh, funny. I've also what's uh it's another kind of dumb movie, like a parody movie that came out around that time. What's it called? Mothy, Monty. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I've never seen them. <gasps> Shade, that's one of the greatest comedy movies ever made. I know. I saw. I saw a clip on YouTube. It is like, so funny. Like a biggest dickus clip or something like that. That's that's Life of Brian. Oh, that one's based off this guy who was born at the same time as Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what. It. Uh, what? It, okay, is Monty Python? Monty Python. Monty Python. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. The one where like. Uh, the flesh wound joke. Yeah, with King Arthur. It's just in my in my. It's only a flesh wound. It's only a flesh wound. His arms like cut off. Let me nibble on your ankles. <laughs> yeah, he's he's lost his arms and his legs, <laughs> and he's just on the a body and a head on the ground, <laughs> and he's like, "You can't beat me. I'll nibble at your ankles." It's so stupid. <laughs> oh, that movie's so good. <coughs> oh, whoa! And the holy hand grenade. Oh, we have to watch it. Yeah, because, yeah, I haven't seen that one. And I have never seen uh, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Yeah, that's another. It's just by the same guy who made Spaceballs. Dave Chappelle's in it. Dave Chappelle's in that? Dave Chappelle's in it. Whoa, when was that made? The early thousands, it must have been. Really? Maybe the late 90s. Um, But yeah, Dave Chappelle is like, he plays a, a a really big secondary character. I like it when Dave Chappelle disses on his own movies. It, <laughs> remember that that joke when he talks about how he got invited to the Oscars and he goes, "I'll never be able to go." Have you guys? You guys have seen my movies? And I was <laughs> like, "That's great." It was 1993, by the way. Oh, okay. so it's early 90s. Yeah, but it's so funny. They make jokes about the. Um, wow, he's been acting for a while. I didn't even know he started that long ago. Dave Chappelle. Yeah, I thought he started maybe. Well, I mean, in the 2000s. That yeah. was it. Well, I think Chappelle show was in the thousands, wasn't it? I I think so. Um, God, the Chappelle show was... Yeah, 2003 is when it started. 2003, 2006. I think it's funny how much movie companies got away with, at that time, with PG ratings. Yeah. You know, back at, like, when... You know, I'm talking, like, Spaceballs. You know... A lot of movies like that, there was some pretty bad stuff in there for, like, a PG rating. They- well, I don't think there was PG-13 back then. Yeah. So, well, PG just stands for parental guidance. Oh. Really? So, it's, yeah, oh, they were like, that. well, hey, man, you can bring your kids. It's up to you. Does G just mean guidance? General audience. Oh. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Well, all right. I learned something. What does R mean? Restricted. Oh. What is, uh, I can't make that joke. <laughs> 
Never mind. <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, we still have a few left, and this has been going on a while. <laughs> Who do you have for number two? Number two? Um, <laughs> I have Batman. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why that took that long. I love Batman. I do, too. Um, He's so good. As you can see by my massive collection of Batman comics. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, the, the very few uh, Marvel, and then just the rest Batman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love the Batman. Not the movie. I love the movie The Batman, but I mean, I love Batman. Yeah, too. the character, I get you. Yeah. My favorite depiction of Batman is Batman the Dark Knight series, or The Dark Knight Returns. Man, he is such a bad A in that series. Yeah. I love that. He just doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever hear about the um, All-Star Batman? It's All-Star Bat... It's such a long title. All-Star Batman and Robin the Boy Wonder. No. It was like this comic series. It's super controversial. It came out at like such a... It was so badly received. It's written by the same guy who wrote um, Dark Knight Returns, Frank Miller. Oh, okay. Um... <laughs> And oh, and so, oh man, what happens in it? Why is it controversial? Because it portrays Batman as just a sadist who loves to just beat criminals within an inch of his death. Like most depictions of Batman, he's like fighting to protect the city or whatever. Yeah. But this depiction of Batman, he just likes to like attack <laughs> people, and he murders people a couple times. And he, like, beats up on Robin, Dick Grayson, and he's just a massive cuck. And there's this one part where I don't even remember what happens, but Robin is, like, arguing. Yeah. And he's like, "What? who do you think you are to tell me what to do? And Batman goes, who do I think I am? I'm the goddamn Batman. <laughs> it's so, but yeah, he's a. He's a cuck. So, yeah, some Bruce Wayne personality in that one. He's huh? like an evil, sadistic guy. That's why it's so controversial, because it's so different from every other portrayal of Batman. But the reason I bring that up is because it's supposed to be set in the same universe as Dark Knight Returns. You know... At least that's what Frank Miller says. You you bringing that up kind of brings up a thought, like a thought. Superheroes kill accidentally if you think about it like there's no way some pe some like just average level criminals can survive hits like that you know <laughs> like and like let, let's talk about cars on a street during a chase scene you know like a superhero is like i don't kill as they're like flying like superman's flying through a street blowing cars up accidentally to save one person yeah. you know and there's probably like babies in the car moms in the car dads and it's just like jeez you know they accidentally kill and we don't even realize well it. yeah but there's a difference between accidentally killing and killing to kill or <laughs> killing or even killing for a purpose i know it's but like it's just kind of funny you know yeah not like that people are dying. Yeah, no, I get you. Yeah, but... I it, mean, there's obviously going to be casualties. And some of, like, the hit... Like, realistically speaking, depending on... If we're talking realistically, Superman's strength hitting an average level person... Well, no, he could probably control how hard he hits. Yeah. Well, so. so can Bat... That's the thing is about most superheroes can control themselves because they're experienced enough. Yeah. Most of them can. Yeah, yeah, never mind. Or they're, yeah. But, no, I mean, and as far as Superman goes, I mean, 
he mostly just fights cosmic level entities. Yeah. Like in that All-Star Superman comic, he battles a sun. That happens. Oh, speaking of that, Red Sun. Batman Red Sun? Or Superman Red Sun? Superman Red Sun. Yeah, where he lands in Russia. Yeah, and then... Yeah, that's dope. I like the look of Batman in that, where he has that Russian hat on. Yeah. That was yeah. cool. Yeah, that, that's a good comic, too. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen the movie. I don't know if that's any good. Uh, what is... What's your number two? I have Daredevil. It's interesting, because... Um, I mean, we talked about earlier, like, the sort of similarities between Batman and Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I really love street-level guys, as I just said earlier. Um, and that there's one of the things, that another similarity between Batman and Daredevil is that they, they mostly just fight, like, crime bosses. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously super 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 villains, but they don't really fight, like, cosmic-level entities. And when they do, it's usually in a group. I, I, li- I like that. Yeah, like, while... while um... Well, the big the big leagues like with powers, they're taking care of the skies. You know, you got small guys taking care of the streets. Yeah, I kind of like that. And I just like those this, those stories. Like they're both like dark and grimy characters. And in Daredevil's case, he just wants to clean up Hell's Kitchen because that's his city. Yeah. If that isn't Batman to a T, like I don't know. Plus, they're both some of their best comics have been written by Frank Miller. Really? Yeah. I mean, uh, Frank Miller wrote Born Again. I didn't, even which know. is the greatest Daredevil comic of all time. I've been I I have that in my car on Amazon actually. It's yeah, it's been on my list forever. I have a I have a lot of graphic novels in my car. I have a lot of things in my car. Did I tell you how? Yeah, I don't know why you just don't add them to a list like I do. Well, they're on my <clears> save. <throat> they're all like I have so much stuff in my saved for later. Uh, did I tell you how much my saved for later is? Uh uh-uh. A million dollars. Oh my god. I will show you how much it actually is right now. I'm not even kidding. That is insane. Well, it's it's all the stuff saved up from like 2017. Dude. Because I've had the same account for a long time. and like Yeah, but you don't like go through every once in a while and be like, oh, I don't really think that's cool anymore. No. That's insane. I know. I thought I showed you. I thought I screenshotted and sent you it one time. No. No, you sent me your cart, which was like, I don't know, 10 grand or something stupid. Well, because, I mean, can you create, like, lists on Amazon? Yeah. Oh, I just... Dude, I have... Look, I mean, I have lists on Amazon right now. There's one that's called Brennan's Comics. And it's just filled with comics I want to buy. Yeah, it's... it's, uh... Like, there's literally a whole page for lists. Whoa. I mean, that's, yeah, I have them sectioned out, like, books, comics, like, when, when I, I want to make a Christmas list or something. Oh, wait, no, it's not a million dollars, never mind. Oh, so you just lied to me. Oh, oh, no. That, <laughs> How much is it? That's, that's not for, that's not, that's not for my car. That's for a whole nother thing. I thought that a million dollars. Oh, just, that's just how much you spent on Fortnite. <laughs> no, that's just like a, like a thing for like something, I guess, like a card or whatever. I don't know how. How do you check how much your no save for later is? I don't. I've never even used a save for later, bro. I just if I want to save something for later, I just put it in a list. This goes on forever. Yeah. Point is, a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, who's your number one? My number one. <sighs> Come on. You know who it is. Icarus from the Eternals. How'd you guess? That was <laughs> no, it's Loki. <laughs> no, it's Spider-Man. I, I, I had to put Spider-Man at number one. 
Can't leave out my boy. Which Spider-Man? Peter Parker. Without a doubt. Yeah. I I just like the Peter Parker storyline, you know, because uh, I can't remember who said it. I think Stan Lee was the one who said this, but the reason why they created Spider-Man and they made Peter Parker was because Peter Parker, I think Stan Lee said that Peter Parker was just an average day teenager, you know, and at that time, he said a lot of the superheroes weren't really teenagers, you know, or they were these adults with these already kind of crazy lives, you know, who became these superheroes. And he said that he wanted to create a superhero where under the mask, it didn't matter what color you were or who, what you looked like, you know, and he wanted to create a superhero for kids to be like, oh, I'm kind of like that. I'm a nerd, you know, maybe I can be Peter Parker. And I just love, I just love the P- the storyline of Peter Parker. You know, he's a geek and he gets bitten by this radioactive spider and secretly, you know, he has to keep that geek persona at school, but really he could take out every single person <laughs> in his high school. Flash Thompson would just be dead. Dude, one by one, he could take out every single one. But I like that he has to keep it quiet, you know, because, you know, I mean, he can't give away his identity. Yeah. And he, you know, I mean, he cares about his Aunt May and he, and he lost Uncle Ben, you know, and that gave him that. Um, I am Spider-Man and with great, one of the most iconic lines in history with great power comes great responsibility so uh, i i just love spider-man and also amazing villains such a good villain. yeah his rogues gallery is really good so, kingpin green goblin doc ock electro oh scorpion venom sandman yeah we could just go on and on shocker <laughs> yeah his is his is actually really good i agree i do kind of i do like spider-man Incredible. um and i do like the uh, i always like that scene in I think it might have been Civil War. Or maybe, I don't know. It was a Spider-Man movie, I think, where they were really just starting to introduce him. And he was, like, talking about his life in high school and how everything's different. But he can't play foot. He would be so good at football, but he can't play yeah. now because he couldn't before. And I was like, wow, that's 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 really, yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> you know, they, I, I would <laughs> I w- yeah, this is going to sound weird, but I was watching The Incredibles the other day. <laughs> and I remember that they added a scene uh, where, like, they basically explain that it dashes, you know, the fastest person in the world. So, and he's, he joins the track, I can't, he joins the track team and his mom's in the, on the side. She's like, he, uh, she's like explaining to him to not use his powers and he still beats everybody, you know, yeah. but he makes it normal. So it, it's, it's funny that high schoolers that have superpowers, how they can't really do sports because if their adrenaline gets gone and they kind of get into it a little bit, maybe something could go wrong. Speaking of like high schoolers and getting your adrenaline, have you ever seen the TV show Smallville? No, but I want to. It is so good. It's, you know, obviously about a young Superman. Yeah. There's this one scene um, where he learns he has heat vision. And he learns he has heat vision because either he has a new teacher or he's got a substitute teacher. And she's really hot. <laughs> and so he gets turned on and then he like, can't control his heat vision. It just kills her. <laughs> just no, no, no. Eventually he gets it under no, control. I know. But- that episode, that that show's so good. You know, in Superman and Lois, I understand. I understand. I think in the last episode, I explained that I don't really like CW movie shows, probably very much. But um, 
or a episode I explained CW shows, but that is, I will admit, uh, Superman and Lois is like such a good show. And in that one, they really do explain that whole sports high school dilemma of superheroes, how they can't do sports. Their teens are still learning their powers. And if they do sports, it can get uncontrolled. Superman's sons, you know, they, they joined football. <laughs> and one of his sons is like an absolute nerd. And you'd never see him as a football player. And then he uh, does football and takes out just this like seven foot guy, this seven foot quarterback just takes him out, you know? So, and like, you know, Clark's all like, you can't do that. You can't use your powers, you know? But it. Right. Well, and that's the thing. Can you imagine being that kid? That would suck so bad because. It's literally not even something you can do. Like, you can't yeah. control that. You would knock him over because you're a, the Man of Steel's son. Yeah. Right? Like, it's not like like Dash using running in track. Like, he can turn or turn on or off his speed. He can control how fast he yeah. runs. But Superman and Superman's kids can't control the fact that they're just... Can't control the fact that they're just immovable objects. Yeah. That Yeah, that is true. You got to watch that show. Yeah, I haven't it's seen it yet. so good. I will admit, for a CW DC show, yeah. it's really good. It just means I have to watch all the CW shows. Dang it. I keep forgetting about that. I don't think... And, like, Arrow went for 10 seasons. I don't think it's canon. It is, yeah. he's He was been in some crossover events. Oh, I thought it was a different actor in the, old, in the other ones. No, it's the same guy. Yeah, he's been in crossover events. Because he's in Supergirl's universe. And Supergirl is a big part of those shows. This is what I hate about your... Um, you hate me? I'm just kidding. This is, I, this is what I hate about your dilemma. Thing. Yeah, I don't like it either. Because I like give you like a new show to watch, and you're like, well, then I got to go back and you know read yeah. the Bible. and <laughs> I got to go back. Can you imagine if, I, if every time I wanted to read a book, I had to read everything that's ever been printed? <laughs> you have to start with the Bible and then go, <laughs> you know, some Shakespeare oh, uh, all man. the way to Edgar Allan Honestly... Oh. Shakespeare is good. I never read any Shakespeare. It's good. Tough I, to read, but once you get like how it works, it's good. I mean, we had to last year, but I just looked it up online and copied it on my test. Yeah. And then we wrote an essay uh, for Shakespeare. And considering I did not read a single page of our Shakespeare project, what I did was <laughs> I went online and plagiarized. And she found out very quick because teachers now these days with technology have this little app where they can take your essay, post it on there, and it gives you similarity ratings to different things, to other projects. <laughs> yeah. Brennan, who is your favorite, who's your like all-time favorite superhero? Batman. 100% Batman. <laughs> Batman. Without a doubt. I. It took me, a, like, when I was making this list, it took me a long time, and I had to do a lot of changes, but I put Batman down at number one, and then I had to wait, like, 40 minutes to try and figure out everyone else. Like, 100% Batman. Oh, I just thought you had over 30 Batman comics because you didn't like him. Look, Shade, <laughs> shut up! <laughs> His... His story is so good. His villains are incredible. There's so many good writers that have done Batman. I mean, Frank Miller, one of the greatest of all time. Scott Snyder had an incredible run. Stan Lee even complimented Batman. 
you know? Well, yeah, because Stan Lee knows what's up. <laughs> yeah, he knows what's up. He Jeff is Loeb? Up. I mean, those... There's so many good Batman stories. Yeah. Plus, the the rivalry between Batman and Joker is... Iconic. The best. It's the best rivalry of all time, and is the most iconic ri- rivalry, rivalry of all time, hands down. There's no argument. Yeah. The only one that's even comes close is Luke and Vader. Ooh. Hands down, it has to be Batman and Joker. You really can't think of another one. No, I, I, I can't. Mean, like I'm thinking, I try to think like Vader and Luke and and Batman and Batman and Joker are like the two most iconic. I can't. Well, think. I mean, the Joker and Darth Vader. I almost said Lord Vader. Darth Vader are like the most popular villains of all time. Man, you, yeah, you really can't. I mean, Harry Harry Potter and Voldemort. That yeah, Harry Potter and Voldemort definitely with this generation. Harry Potter yeah. is massive with this generation. Um, other than that, I really can't. I mean, there's, that's it. Like, <laughs> I mean, there's they're just so important in like all of pop culture. That's like, I, and the also same thing with the Joker storyline. Like we talk, I think we talked about this before, but how Joker can't, it Joker isn't the Joker without the Batman. That's why he can't kill the Batman. Those are my favorite comics. And that's why the Batman can't kill the Joker. Because he knows he's nothing without him. Exactly. And one of my my favorite story arcs of all time is Death of the Family. And that, literally, the point of that whole thing... Spoil... Well, this isn't a spoiler. But is that... Or the Joker thinks Batman is, like, basically God. And treats him like a God. And he didn't doesn't think anyone else is deserving. And he wants to be, like, his partner yeah because they're so important to each other and that's why spoiler alert he tries to kill the whole bat family (laughs) um but it's incredible and that's my favorite of all time and just it's so good i you haven't played injustice i forgot no man i i love the joker so much yeah i like i like joker year one though like the telltale series joker Oh yeah, how he yeah, how he good. he loves the Batman, you know, yeah. and that and yeah, that that's good. And then um, yeah, yeah, Batman is my favorite just for so many reasons. I mean, like as you know, and I definitely have discussed on this. Like, I love the detective stuff. Yeah, and that's literally he's the world's greatest detective, and so many of his stories are about him being a detective. It's they, just I don't even think they did any detective work in. Batman the Dark Knight. I mean, kind of barely. Like, he was trying to figure stuff out, but he wasn't, like, a detective. He was just, like... I mean, they... I mean, yeah, they did some stuff, but the Batman... The Batman was heavy on That was... Why it's my favorite Batman movie. It was literally Buddy Buddy Cop. Yeah, for real. It was Chinatown. It was so good. I mean... And, man, Commissioner Gordon... Oh, Jeffrey that? Wright, so good, so good. I that was such a good movie. I loved it. I just watched it two weeks ago. Yeah, so good. I mean, it holds up. It really does. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait till they continue it. You know. Yeah. Uh, oh man. Um. Also, Colin Farrell's king. Uh, kingpin. <laughs> Colin. Colin Farrell's. Uh, penguin. Penguin. Phenomenal. For sure, he's getting his own spinoff I TV know. show, and it's being directed by matt reeves the same director of the movie i'm so excited dude it's gonna be so good uh two-face is gonna be in it uh that's what i no it was either uh two-face yeah i think it's two-face 
They're bringing in a whole nother famous Batman character. Oh, God, I I love Two-Face. I think it's Two-Face. I I might have to look back into it, but I think it is. Yeah. Because I read it the other day. And yeah. I'm so excited for that show. Only if I could play Batman or um, Arkham Knights. Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights. Yeah, I can. I'll let you know how it is. <laughs> I, I keep thinking about Arkham Knight. Yeah, I'm replaying the Arkham games right now. I, is, I'm playing Arkham Asylum. Dude, I wanna I wanna get Arkham Origins. Me too. That's why I, I I'd already talked about this, but I'm pretty sure I'm gonna upgrade my PlayStation account just so that I get the to stream it from the catalog. Yeah. Because I never gotta play it. Okay, well, we're, now we're just repeating ourselves from last week even more than we normally do. <laughs> um, so, final thoughts, Shade. Um, just a quick recap of your top five. Who do you think has the best lineup of superheroes, DC or Marvel? Ooh, best lineup? Yeah. Marvel. Marvel? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I'm actually going to say Marvel, too. Even though Batman is king <laughs> yeah i mean there's not that many dc characters that i like but there's a lot of marvel characters batman superman wonder woman that that's all i can i mean like you and, don't like nightwing no i'm talking about let's go let's go based off popularity wise known by uh, i'm talking about you oh well like what do you what's your opinion oh my what do you think has the best superheroes oh like the best lineup is marvel without okay, a doubt yeah. but dc has the best story arc when it comes to um an actual story yeah i will say dc does have a really massive problem with continuity in the sense that like every couple years they decide they need to restart the whole universe i mean they brought out they they made comics dark you know yeah i mean there's it they're so good i mean i completely agree i the the dc stories I find they're so much better than the Marvel stories for comics for yeah. comics. I mean, but I will always love Marvel no matter what, you know? Well, yeah. I, I mean, man, it, it's just everything about Marvel is just amazing. I, I, I love it. What, what would, what would movies be today without the MCU? The same. Probably, yeah. Okay. So, um, I think that's gonna wrap us up this week. Uh, as always, be sure to um, uh, subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> We're starting the YouTube channel soon. We are starting the YouTube channel. I'm looking at the webcam right now. Um, <laughs> it's still in the box, but the it box is open, so we've made progress. We're almost um, there. We're almost there. It it will be starting as soon as possible. Next up, taking it out of the box. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're working on it. Um, so do that. Uh, please also uh, leave a five star review. That would be nice on Yelp. Uh, no, on I'm wherever you kidding. listen, I'm idiot. <laughs> on Yelp, what are we a restaurant? <laughs> that, that was a joke. That was a joke. Um, yeah. Also, uh, follow the Instagram. I, I we try to post some interesting news stories there, and we always post when the new when the pod goes up. And we'll be streaming soon. Streaming some games too. Well, maybe not soon. <laughs> not soon, but we, we would like to. But we, we will probably a ways away. Yeah. Um. Anyways, we will catch you next week. Do 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 do. Okay, thank you for that. <laughs>